0: All right, so the first big story that broke Thursday is that the Justice Department has apparently rejected Andrew McCabe's bid to avoid charges, uh, and we thought that he was going to be indicted. But there's today, like today. I mean, we, we talked about this uh, August 26th a couple weeks ago when when his lawyers met with um, Jeff Rosen, the DAG, the Deputy Attorney General, and Jesse Lew, and we thought, oh, oh, he's going to be indicted. Uh, so anyway, there was news came come out came out of the DOJ today, which is interesting so Mm -hmm. I kind of take it with a grain of salt but there's something else going on here Uh, even though the Washington Post has reported that Jesse Liu and the line prosecutors in DC recommended charges uh, against McCabe even though two of the line prosecutors quit in the middle of the investigation because they didn't like the way it was being handled Spencer Hsu from Washington Post tweeted today that the federal grand jury investigating McCabe was suddenly called back to after months uh, like a, they had like a months long hiatus and they were just suddenly called back, so maybe they balked on indicting McCabe, mm-hmm. and the message seems to be unclear. Yeah, that's weird. So we haven't heard anything since this morning, but we will keep you posted on it. Um, and I've got a lot of good inside sources on this, and and you know I'll 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 give you the latest that I can. Uh, and right now I don't have any off the record stuff that I know that I can't tell you. This is just where we're at. I did have some, but then that reporting came to light, um, and then. Also today, Thursday, the House Judiciary voted and passed their committee impeachment rules that we've been talking woo-woo. about. Watergate. Yeah, Bring it back. Yeah, and so now, everyone, uh, I know you're mad about how long impeachment is taken. I'm mad about how long impeachment is taken, but it's time to stop being mad about it because now it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can't go back in time, so we have to go forward. So, yes, it sucks that we didn't start this earlier. I think personally think that right after Mueller testified or right after the Mueller report came out, we should have passed these rules and started impeachment hearings. Mm -hmm. They did, in my mind, start an impeachment inquiry after Mueller testified, and Nadler then immediately uh, petitioned the court for the grand jury materials invoking Article 1 impeachment um, uh, powers. But, you know, people were like, no, uh," but this, uh, using the exact Watergate map of impeachment hearing rules and invoking like bringing in the president and how he can respond to this it's clear to me now that we are now in impeachment and the house judiciary dems actually tweeted out whether you call it an impeachment inquiry whether you call it an impeachment investigation legally they mean the same thing and that's what we're doing that's so exciting so it is it's very exciting even to me. though
1: i know that i need to mitigate my hopes because it's probably not going to go where i want it to go who knows At where least it's right go. now yeah but at least they're at least i'll have the confidence that my representatives are doing what their job is Yes. And keep in mind,
0: impeachment was never going to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. So it's not like had they started impeachment earlier, we could have gotten rid of Trump sooner. That's not how it works. The Senate is probably not going to vote. They probably aren't even going to take up the trial at all. McConnell will likely block it, as he said. He said that he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, all this means is that they're doing their constitutional duty and that we're going to have public hearings and we're going to be able to get the evidence we need. And it's going to be going into the 2020 election cycle. We are always going to have to vote him out. We, we had to. We still have to no matter what, and we couldn't have impeached him before January of this year anyway, because the House Judiciary Committee was run by Republicans previous mm-hmm. to January 2019. So I think it's going, uh, I, again, I wish they would have opened an official impeachment inquiry after Mueller testified, but they didn't. And now, but here we are. So we're going to go forward with it. And uh, that's, that's. That's how it's going. <laughs> nice. uh, Natasha Bertrand, who's been reporting on the U.S. Air Force investigation into expenditures at Trump properties, specifically the Turnberry Resort in Glasgow. Uh, she, you know, she broke the story that they stayed there once and everyone was like, holy shit. And then she came out and said, oh, nope, they've stayed there a couple times that we know about now. And then the Air Force said, we're going to look into it. Well, the Air Force is already done with their preliminary investigation into this and they're Pre- preliminarily, the Air Force has lodged crews at Trump's Turnberry Resort 40 times since 2015. God damn. Now, um, yeah, that's a figure that's far higher than any previously known. Mm-hmm. And congressional Democrats are also trying to investigate this, but guess what? The, pro- the Pentagon hasn't provided any information. So mm-hmm. every investigation the Dems are doing, they're being stonewalled on, and this is just where we're at. So. Mm-hmm. I saw Scott
1: Stedman comment on a Twitter thread that had this story, and it's saying, can we get the number from January uh, 2017? But it's like, even 2015, if he even thinks at all that he has a remote chance of getting elected, then he's going to start working that plan out. So.
0: Yeah, and here's the thing. If you're the Air Force and it's 2015 and Barack Obama is president, you can stay at the Turnberry Resort if it's within the the um, the per diem, lodging per diem for the military. And then once Trump becomes president, you don't stay there mm-hmm. anymore because then you're violating the emoluments clause because you're personally enriching the president because he never divested himself from the Trump organization, which runs the, you know, all the Trump hotels. Mm-hmm. But also 38 times were in 2015 before Trump took over. Obviously, yeah, that is not even real. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. You know, people, oh, he did it under Obama. Obama doesn't own Turnberry. So I don't want to hear your weak ass argument about he did it in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump, oh, and then, you know, they were saying in the article that, oh, well, you know, they were charging him $130 a night to stay at Turnberry, which is within the government. That's the government rate. But it doesn't matter. You can't give a dime to a president. You can't enrich a president with using the military's money. It's it's against the friggin' Constitution. And even if it, did, if it didn't qualify as an emolument, which I think that it clearly does, but it, even if it doesn't, it is a bad look. It mm-hmm. looks really bad, and the Air Force has conceded that. They've said, We're looking into it, whether this is illegal or whether it violates any rules or policies of the Air Force. They haven't even talked about emoluments, and it might not be emoluments because emoluments mostly is from foreign uh, governments, and this is the U.S. military. Um, But you know, just to to enrich yourself off the government, off of the job of president, there's there's a that that's a bad look, and it's an impeachable offense. It is. So I shouldn't. I should keep. I should stop bringing up the emoluments clause when it comes to this because it's not a foreign. It's not a f- like when Saudi Arabia came in, and bought the entire right. floor of the Trump DC hotel. <laughs> yeah. We have enough emoluments
1: problems. Um, space should be considered foreign. It's weird that you get to claim airspace. Oh this yeah, is the Air Force yeah. isn't it?
0: Air Force is and and they work in outer space. Yeah. Totally foreign. There you go, <laughs> aliens. <laughs> but they are an American uh, real institution. Aliens. So I guess we can't file that under emoluments. But it's certainly a bad look. And again, it it. it You know, these these ethical rules, the norms that we've been following forever that just don't have any teeth. There's there's a problem with that. If there if there wasn't a problem with that, Congress wouldn't be investigating it. Mm -hmm. And they can't even get the stuff that they need that they need. Also, we learned Thursday that Epstein's shady secret charity called Gratitude America. Gross. uh, Operated through an account at Deutsche Bank. Mmm, mm, just like we guessed. Beans come true. Didn't we say that like a couple weeks ago? We're like, yeah, Betty runs everything out of Deutsche Bank.
1: Yeah. Gratitude America? Yeah. Gratitude America. Gratitude for what? Ruining my whole conception of my
0: adolescent <laughs> life. <laughs> exactly. So awful. Yeah. Gratitude for the plane loads of underage girls. Yeah. Um God. So that's and I want to tell you, we're we're flying through these stories real quick. We're going to go over them like majorly in the weekend's show. And uh, we're going to talk about um, talk about these more in depth uh, in another show. We're just kind of because we're on the road and because the debates are on right now and there's a lot going on. Amanda's over here. She's waiting to eat your food. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I didn't want to I didn't want to leave you with nothing. So uh, we are flying through this. I do apologize for that. But it'll be OK. Now we have we do have a little schadenfreude for you. Know what Schadenfreude is? No, I do not know what Schadenfreude is. Please tell me because I'm dying to know. It's
1: a German term for shameful joy.
0: Okay, remember the black man that President Trump referred to as my African American? Yes, I at do. At that rally, yes, I do. Well, that man's name is Gregory Cheadle. And after two years of frustration with Trump's racist bullshit, Cheadle has told PBS NewsHour he's leaving the Republican Party and he's going to run for a seat as an independent in 2020. Oh, my God. That is badass.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay, so really, the way out of this blatant racism is more blatant racism. So people turn and run for the seats themselves. Yeah. This is a great message. The only way out is through. That's that's so crazy. We learned that in Finding Nemo, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then that fat guy quote to quote trump or whatever he's just fine with it he's like i'm not getting off my ass to run i'm not and that was not a fat joke
0: No, but, you know, I mean, Trump has said so many racist things since he called him his African-American. That one didn't qualify. But perhaps if Trump became, uh, you know, like on a daily basis, fat shaming people or, uh, you know, that then maybe that one guy might change his mind and run as an independent for for the House. Anyway. Good job, Gregory Cheadle. I don't know. I, th- yes. he, I think he lives in uh, Redding, California. Mm. Uh, I don't know if that's where he's running, um, but he's running in 2020 as an independent. And that's he cool. is tired of Trump's bullshit. Badass. <laughs> that's really cool. Shadamoya. All right. Time to get social. Hashtag and the obvious hashtag for thursday night as we record this from our hotel room in seattle is hashtag dem debate and we finished watching most of it it's still going on uh and i think this is what the problem is we have these two two and a half hour debates 10 people on the stage the dnc needs to get their shit together i tweeted out this is funny i tweeted out i can't wait till the millennials take over the dnc and fix it <laughs> fix this <it, laughs> shit and somebody's like Fuck you! Just because you're a millennial, and I'm like, I'm not a millennial. I leave me out of it. I'm Gen X. You guys fight it out. You know, you suck, and you take it over and fix it. Is that the story of your life? Yeah, <laughs> as a Gen Xer. Yeah. Just in between these two groups, they should call us Jan Xers because Marsha, 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 <laughs> we're the middle children. Uh, yeah. Of 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 society, and that's fine. I, we like it. Y'all hash it out, but. Um, <clears throat> it's the the this de- this debate shit is the 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 format the times the length the number of people on stage it's bullshit and if we have more than ten people qualified for the fourth rounds of debates they better split them up mm-hmm. into two groups because this ten people on stage is is it's not fair to the to the candidates. They can't get anything out. I agree. It also
1: kind of makes it so we keep hearing the exact same things over and over and over again, because yeah. people have, they've condensed their policy into a four sentence structure or so. And so there's only so many times someone's going to hear that and actually get anything from it. Whereas yeah. if they have more time to talk, they can go into the nuances of it here. It's just like, okay, you said these exact same things in the first debate we heard you
0: talking. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're totally right. Uh, I think so far, and we've missed the end of it here because we've been you know, talking to you guys, but I think the clear winners to me are Judge Warren, and Harris. Uh, they were my favorites. Um, Castro was fucking feisty. He mm-hmm. went after Biden. It was almost like the rest of the candidates paid him to go after Biden. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, we'll give you 100 bucks. And speaking of paying Yang uh, up front in his opening statement, Yang, Andrew Yang offered 10 people $1,000 a month for a year. <laughs> Dude, that was dope. <laughs>
1: right? That I was, was like, so
0: dope. Dude, this, this it hits so many things. First of all, you're going to get a lot of news out of that. He's given money away. Second of all, he's going to get to test his theory on mm-hmm. universal basic income, which is a huge thing that a lot of people, a lot of especially young progressives talk about uh, mm-hmm. UBI uh and i just thought that that was hilarious and and it it was funny because buddha judge had to follow him and he's like oh that's that's one way to do it (laughs) in america you know (laughs) he just goes on with his opening yeah
1: that is so smart though because what policy do they have does anybody else have that you can do a litmus test on basically yeah and be like give me your story for what you would do with this income i'm going to give this income to you and then i imagine they'll follow up and put it all over their social media what they got
0: to do with that money and what that would mean for them yeah totally and because his you know he's gonna keep politicking um mm-hmm. if he doesn't make it this time there's always a next time so yeah good on you um it is probably inherently problematic in some ways though i
1: didn't like the way biden was calling people a socialist yeah like why would you do that right how hard is it to say democratic socialist they're different groups of thought they really are and it's doing a disservice to the concept of just universal health yeah, in you, various spheres to keep saying just socialism which is such a good, Packed word
0: You're help making socialism a bad word and it's not a bad word right exactly that um, you're that's a republican talking point that's a republican strategy and it, it bums me out um but, but but castro went after biden pretty hard he's like you just said two minutes ago you can't remember what you said two minutes ago yeah. you just said two minutes ago two two minutes ago and he wouldn't like wouldn't let it lie you I know? know um there was a lot of contention and then uh klobuchar was like Guys, we have to stop fighting, and, and and and. But Kamala Harris came back. Who was it that was like, this isn't productive?
1: I think that may have been Yang. Was it Yang? I th- was it, it? Was Klobuchar? Was not oh, it, it was?
0: Yeah, I think it was Amy Klobuchar. Oh, wow. I didn't have the, the gender right. But somebody was like, look, this isn't getting us anywhere. Oh, but uh Kamala said, oh no, Kamala was talking about health when she's like, none of this matters unless we get rid of Trump. Y'all are arguing. Nobody wants to hear this. It's giving the American people a headache. Everybody on this stage wants to give everybody access to health care and all the, you know, these weird Republican talking points about, are you going to take people's health care away from him? Are you going to take their choice away from them? I want them to have a choice or Biden, who's the one who wants to retool the uh, Affordable Care Act. And Kamala was just like, none of this matters. What matters is we all want health care for people and we have to beat Trump. So, uh. yeah, I liked that answer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, the whole i can't get past the whole format it's stupid
1: yeah (laughs) yeah i think it is too especially in this stage of the game but i know it's going to dwindle down sooner rather than later and before we know it it's going to be a normal number of candidates on there
0: yeah i think we'll see a little bit i think buddha judge will get a little bit of a a kick out of the like a little uptick in Mm -hmm. his numbers out of this i think uh warren harris um i think harris might go up a little bit warren has always been co- coming up a little mm-hmm. bit biden is still gonna i think probably be on the lead but he might lose a, maybe lose a tick but i mean those are the top yeah uh, warren biden and harris are the top yeah or, I think excuse he's- me warren biden and sanders are the top mm-hmm. sanders did great sanders is consistent so he is
1: consistent i wonder if he's consistent to the point that it hurts him though that's what i'm also wondering which is so dumb
0: yeah that but- should not be a thing but that, I mean, yeah, you can definitely rely on his message. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, maybe people are like, he hasn't said anything new.
1: Right. He's not a very dynamic person, aside from how he delivers his messaging, which is very dynamic, I think.
0: But but he does have a lot of support. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Um, I just can't wait until they change this stupid structure. So I'm, I wish I had more to say. And we'll probably talk about it in the live show over the weekend, which we will release on Sunday. So look for that. You have any final thoughts? No,
1: they should do AMAs. That would be so important for younger voters. Like right. on Reddit, I know that, that that might seem like a trivial use of their time, sort of. But like Sanders going on Rogan was huge. Yeah, Just having a format where you can actually answer questions in a fully formatted
0: space. That'd yeah, be nice. That's definitely not. I, I would n- not think that that's a waste of time at all. But yeah. That's a good idea. Um, I have no final thoughts. Yeah. So other cool. than that. Guys, thank you for our, sorry, quick beans, but take care of yourselves and take care of each other and take care of the planet. I've been AG. I've been Jordan Coburn. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is produced by AG, featuring Jalisa Johnson and Jordan Coburn, and engineered and edited by Mackenzie Mizell and Starburns Industries. Our marketing manager is Sarah Lee Steiner and our merchandising manager is Sarah of Valencia fact checking and research by ag Jalisa johnson and jordan coburn with executive assistance by amanda reader our music is written and performed by they might be giants our web design and branding are by Joel reader with moxie design studios and our website is dailybeanspod.com